Don't Tell My Mom. Hello, hello, and welcome to Don't Tell My Mom with Liz, and welcome to episode six. It's not a milestone by any means, but we're getting up there. Wow, so many things are going on right now. I don't know where to begin, so I closed on my house, so that means I moved in. And let me tell you, buying a house really actually fucking sucks. No one tells you that it is a bitch of a process. The amount of paperwork you have to provide and then the underwriter going over everything and if they need anything else, man, they really want your whole life. Uh, If I was having children, they would probably want my first newborn too, but we got through it and I moved into a house, which is overwhelming in itself. So there's that. I hope whoever you were rooting for for the Super Bowl won. Congratulations or sucks to suck. I don't know. Valentine's Day is actually tomorrow, which is pretty crazy. And do you really care about that holiday? I'm really indifferent about it. Other exciting news, though, I am officially on terminal leave. So if you don't know what that is, it's basically when you're in the military, you accumulate leave. Every month, you get two and a half days of time you can take off. And however much you have left over, when your contract ends with the military, you can basically leave early and go on terminal leave. It's all the leave you haven't used up since being in. So I had like close to 30 days. I think I actually had 29 days of leave still left over. So I'm on terminal leave, which means I can officially start a job. So I officially started working at Latitude Media, My1043 and Buck923, and it feels not so different. Honestly, I've been an intern with them for five months now. Obviously, it's really comforting knowing that I have security after I officially separate from the military, and I'm doing what I love, which is amazing. So if you're new around here, I'm the co-host for the morning show on My1043. You can listen live Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. It's a ton of fun. We play really good music. And I just have so many opportunities to grow here and to love, love, actually love my job. Which brings me to today's topic. And I get asked this so much. Um why I chose to leave the military or why I didn't re-enlist, why I wanted to get out, and how I kind of just did the complete opposite of what I was doing in the military. And I'm here to tell you my experience in the military and I guess why I joined. So I normally get this question from people who are trying to get to know me, strangers who don't know me, Even some family members still ask me, but before the military, I've been kind of in the entertainment industry or trying to get into the entertainment industry um, ever since I was probably 14. So the military was kind of just, oh shit, I need something to do with my life. I wanted to do it for, for many reasons. I wanted to travel. I needed to be financially stable and I just wanted... To do something bigger than myself, which is I know really, really cheesy to say, but at the time I was 22. I kind of just woke up one day and I was working for my parents and I was also renting a house from them and I was in a relationship that wasn't 
what I was ready for. No shocker there. And so I kind of just woke up one day and was like, I want to do this and I need to get out of this town. I'm not ready to take over the family business and to stay in this small town that I grew up in for the rest of my life. And I definitely wasn't ready for a serious relationship at that point in my life. Some may call it running, but I call it an opportunity. <laughs> um I was 22. I don't think you can fault any 22-year-old who is thinking that they need more in their life for a fulfillment. So it all happened pretty quickly. I think I decided in April that I wanted to join the military, which was very shortly after my 22nd birthday. And then I enlisted in May, and then I shipped out in October. I was just so ready to leave. I had really supportive parents, which was awesome. My mom actually couldn't believe I was really doing it. She thought I would back out, which isn't surprising at all. I don't think it hit me until I was sitting on the plane and I was in charge of our entire group going to San Antonio for boot camp. I remember I was just looking out my window and thinking, what did I do? What am I doing? I didn't know what to expect. I had no idea about anything, but I was fucking doing it. And we got there. Uh, Of course, there was a bunch of yelling, whatever. All of these kids that were there, we were just like looking at each other. No one was talking to anybody because like it's nerve wracking, you know, being in a new place, just people yelling at you. And like San Antonio Airport is very familiar with how everything works. So um, you're kind of just a normal civilian having these people yell at you and other civilians are looking at you like, damn, we feel so bad for you. (laughs) But overall, basic training is not difficult. I remember some girls were there and they were crying and they were like, I think I made a mistake, whatever, whatever. I know everybody goes through their own stuff, so I'm not trying to put anyone down by any means, but realistically, it is not hard. It is designed to weed out the weak, and I'm going to tell you, getting out of basic training, it's not that easy. Like, you have to, because you sign, at that point, you signed a contract with the military, be like, here is the next four or six years of my life. You can have them, and I will work for you. So just because you cry once or twice, it's not going to work. Like you made a commitment and you are here. You can definitely do things to get you kicked out, but that's sometimes a pretty lengthy process and you made it this far, like you might as well try it. I believe basic training is actually the easiest part and it may even be the best part. You don't have a phone, which is Great. I want to throw my phone out the window sometimes. And clearly you're stuck to live with all these people, but it's not bad. You make some friends. You have a set schedule. Like they tell you when to wake up, when to go to bed, when to eat, when you do PT and what you have to wear. You don't have to bring anything. You could bring nothing to basic training and they're going to provide everything to you. It's it's a great time, honestly. Would I go back? Not now, but um, if I had to, it's not that bad. I think the time that sucks is when you're in tech school because then you learn your job. 
And there are a few ways to get your job. So you take the ASVAB, they score you, whatever. Your overall score and your individual scores will tell you what jobs you can get. And so smart people will go in with a job already secured. Well, I didn't do that. I went in open, specifically open general. So not every job in the military is going to be available to me. It's whatever is under the category as general. Some people don't think it's smart to go into the military without a job. And overall, you're probably right. I really risked it all taking this open general spot. But in the end, it all worked out. Anyway, while you're in tech school, I think that's the worst. Because if you fail so many tests, you're out. You got to get reclassed into a different job. And if you really like that job, you're really screwed. And tech school is just a waiting game because you're just studying, you're waiting to see if you pass your tests, you're waiting for your first duty station. It's just kind of hectic because then you know you're leaving in like a month or two months or six months or you know you're going to be in tech school for like three years. So I think that's the worst. And for some people, the day you find out your duty station It's so exciting. Like for me, I opened my computer and we were all checking our assignments and I was the only person in my class that got overseas and I got England and I almost passed out. I was so excited. But on the other hand, some people got the more boring, let's just say that, bases. Overall, I think any base overseas is going to be amazing. It's going to be so exciting. But some stateside bases aren't very exciting. And we all know that in the military community. So it is what it is. Someone's got to go there, though. But for me, I was pretty excited. And then once you graduate tech school and you're on your way to your first base, you're finally a real adult. I mean, ish. There are so many pros and cons to the military. And everyone thinks it's so great. And it is great. But it's also like any other work environment. You're going to work with amazing people or you're going to work with really shitty people. And then you're just going to work with an average Joe who doesn't really care. It's definitely an experience. And, you know, I don't think anyone would believe me at this point. But when I first went in to the military, I expected to do 20 years. I really thought I was going to make a career out of it. I thought that I was going to love it so much. But that changed within my first two months being at my first duty station. I just didn't love it as much as I thought I would. I actually hated my job. I learned to love it or I learned to tolerate it. And a lot of it made up with the fact that I met so many amazing people. It took a while to find them, but I eventually found gems everywhere I went in England um, and then out of England I got a deployment and I met so many great people there we had a really small unit of only like 13 people and all of them were amazing there wasn't one of them where it was like god I dread to see your face every day everyone really turned out to be a very close family which is so important because we spent six months together working together Six days a week, sometimes seven. And even if we weren't working, we were always all hanging out. So I believe your environment matters. I 100% believe it's so much easier to make friends in the military because you're constantly meeting people. You're constantly having change over. And so new people are always coming in and people are always leaving. 
But to get back to the pros and cons list and the question, why did I choose to get out of the military? Um, Everyone looks at the military as a security blanket. It's an easy thing to do. And I do not disagree with that. It is so easy to do. And it is a huge security blanket. As I'm getting out of the military, I am realizing that now more than ever. Clearly, no one can deny the great benefits that it offers, like health care for you and your family. They give you a housing allowance, food allowance. You obviously don't have to worry about what you're going to wear to work every day. You don't need prior training. All you need is a high school diploma or GED. And there are so many other great things that it offers. No one can deny those because that's why people join. And while you're in, you always find yourself talking to other people, asking them like what their plan is and vice versa. And the amount of people that I have met who are just outright scared to get out because that's all they have known for since they were 18 years old or maybe even longer if they came from a military family, that's frightening. The military doesn't necessarily teach you how to get out. They just plant these seeds in your head to stay in. But you don't find out about the shitty things until you join and you're way too new to have an opinion, to change jobs, to get out, to know that it was a mistake, if that's what you think. I'm not saying this is what I thought. But you go through hell. Sometimes you have shitty leadership. You have the senior leaders who make you want to get out because you don't like how the system is. And I'm not trying to discourage you if you are in the military, if you are thinking about the military. I mean, do whatever you want to do. I really wanted to do it at that point in my life, so I did it. And I'm so happy I did it. But I'm also not a person who kind of just walks around with their head hanging low. I'm always trying to get out there to do more, to have an opinion, and to voice my opinion. So yes, I definitely got in trouble a few times. And I was a hard worker in the military, and I will continue to be. And people might say that's because of the military, but that's actually just how I was raised. I was raised to work hard, to have an opinion, to make change happen. And when you are a low-ranking junior enlisted in the military, it's hard to do. It's hard for them to take you seriously because you're just the new kid on the block. You don't know how things are run here. They've always done it this way. They're going to keep doing it this way. Change happens very slowly in the military. And it's not just the system you have to get used to. You have to get used to the culture. Military people have a different sense of humor. They have a bad reputation for not being faithful because temptation is literally everywhere. You're constantly meeting new people. And some of them just want to be free and do their own thing so they don't want commitment. Or some of them want to be overcommitted and get engaged after two weeks of dating. There is literally no in between. I fully believe that statement. So when you're in that environment and you're constantly surrounded by these types of people, it's difficult. For me, the difference now is that I get to come to work with a bunch of people that love their jobs. And I love my job. And we're all creative. And we all work on things together. And we're all looking for ways to change how we do things to grow in different areas. I am such a passionate person. I need to be around other passionate, creative people who love what they're doing. And I get that now. So why did I choose not to reenlist? 
it's really just because I knew there were better things out there and I had goals that I wanted to make happen. So I am giving you your sign to go do whatever you want to do in life, even if that is joining the military. I wish nothing but the best for everyone. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. If you have more questions about the military, if you want to talk about anything, if you think I should cover a topic, whatever it is, if you just want to chit-chat with me about something, you can always email me at don'ttellmymompod at gmail.com. You can always follow me on Instagram and DM me there at don'ttellmymompod. Everything will be linked below. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you in two weeks. Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't Tell My Mom Podcast with Liz. The views and opinions shared on this podcast don't necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media. Our sponsors, affiliates, My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to mymichiganpodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.